Hi, I'm Chris Fanner, and you're listening to Skateboarder and Postcard. Welcome to the Skateboarder and Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Lloyd, and you are listening to Series 6, Episode 2. Yes, we are back after a most definitely unscheduled hiatus. Let me explain what happened in brief. Well, when we put out the awesome Walker Ryan episode, we already had a handful of episodes that had been recorded, they had been edited, and they were just ready to be put out there to hit your streams so that you could listen to them. And then the hard drive had a meltdown and we lost absolutely everything. And this was the end of August. Then unfortunately in September, whilst we were scrambling around to see what we could recover and get our hands on a new hard drive, well, I got COVID. Not only did I get COVID, I got COVID and I brought it home to my other half and that took me out for a few weeks. And in fact, even though I had recovered or I was testing negative for COVID after 10 days, I unfortunately suffered from the fatigue you read about online and it would hit about midday and I would feel like I'd not slept for about three days. So I myself took a bit of time out to just focus on everyday stuff and just recovering. Got to Christmas and it was amazing. Uh, Spent some time with the family and just chilled. So I'm back. I am 100% well. There is no problems. I'm raring to go. Been doing a lot of skating, which is rad. So thanks for bearing with us and hanging in there. Thanks for reaching out via our Instagram, which is at Skateboarder and and also reaching out direct to me at Matt Lloyd Poet. I really appreciate it. Uh, big shout out to all of our listen, all of our listeners. Um, I appreciate the support. It's been it's been awesome. Thank you. Anyway, to this episode, so I can finally get this intro done and get it out there. This episode is awesome. It is with the head honchos of one of the UK's absolute stalwart skateboard brands, the Drawing Boards. It is, of course, with skateboarder, artist, frustrated hippie, dad, and now author, Mr. Adam McAvoy. Enjoy. Um, Adam McAvoy. Welcome to the podcast, mate. Thank you so much for for coming on. I obviously knew about your book, which we will go into um, quite a while ago um, through Josh, and then eventually kind of sorted one out through Josh. And then I was kind of taking a little bit of a time out myself um, because, unfortunately, I got the dreaded C, and that took me out for a little while. I got it back in September. And it took a little while, and sometimes you just got to focus on other stuff. But we are here right now, and you're going to be the first episode of 2022. And I can't be more stoked. I've got so many questions for you, dude. So many questions. Oh, no. <laughs> feel free feel free to uh, plead the fifth on any of them that you want. Yeah. Uh, Pass. <laughs> yeah, done. Um, the way we always start the, the podcast is by asking people how they got into skateboarding and yours is a very what seems like a very long and illustrious journey through skateboarding so i'd love to know what made you pick up a board yeah right well oh yeah so i must have been skating i don't know like nearly 30 years 
by the way, before I start, like, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, you know, it's, it's kind of bizarre to be sat here. Um, yeah, yeah, I started skating. I, I know, man. Like, I, I guess I had a board, like, when I was super young. Uh, and just used to, uh, we had like a, a concrete in the back garden. We used to do, I used to do like figure of eights on a, I guess what you call now a penny board. Yeah. Uh, uh, and that, like, no, you knew nothing about skateboarding at all. Um, and then, yeah, I guess there was a few influences. Like my older brother, uh, he had, uh, uh, there's a band called Anthrax. Uh, and on their album cover, they, I think they had a skateboard and it had like pictures of Judge Dredd on it and stuff like that. And it was like, it was really cool. And I saw that and I was like, wow, you know, there's a, this is pretty special. Uh, back to the future, obviously, like everyone. Um, there was a kid in my school called Leonardo Makatangi, which, uh, you know, wow. what a cool name. Yeah, Leonardo Makatangi. And I saw him, he had a skateboard, and I was like, that kid's cool. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I like, I had a, like, you know, like a, like a fishtail Tom Knox board, like the original yeah. Tom Knox. Um, used to skate that. Uh, in fact, um, not a lot of people know this actually like i grew up in asia man so i grew up uh i grew up in hong kong and i used to skate oh, the wow. streets there yeah 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 and we had like we had a couple of local skate shops bfd which is uh big i don't know if you're allowed to oh swear. you can you mate you can do what you want on this it's all good <laughs> uh yeah big fucking deal that was our local skate shop um actually let me just say bfd just so you can take it like BFD, because my daughter might listen to this. Oh, right, okay. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we had, like, a local skate shop, BFD, and I used to go in there, and I used to, like, marvel over the, the, the boards. At the time, it was, like, New Deal and Underworld Element. So, I suppose, like, whatever, like, 92? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's when I kind of twigged, like, there's more to this. Yeah. There's more to this, you know? You know, we're, like... I did, I, had, like, I did... I did read in one of your previous interviews because you did say, <clears throat> I can't remember where I read it, but you talk about how you had a skateboard and then, you know, it was just a thing, like you had a skateboard and then there was that period of discovery of there's more in, there's more about this thing than, than you thought. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was almost like you referred to before discovery and after discovery. So before you just had a skateboard and then there was a period where you discovered what skateboarding was really about and you yeah 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 because i didn't know it wasn't a thing you know it was like it wasn't a thing didn't even know about it uh and then i used to take like the bus and the train up to a place called chimsa Choi on central and we had a spot called the fountain that we used to skate uh, and i was always really confused why my board had no pop and it's because the board kept on going in the fountain. <laughs> and and, uh, you pull your board out and keep skating. And uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's these guys like Warren and Tebu, these, these two Chinese guys. And yeah, like they were the, they were like the best, you know. And uh, I suppose like those guys got me into skating. And then we had like, uh, tour like uh, who came over like John Montesi and Julian Stranger and Jeff Pang and Ooh. people like that just like appeared uh, and uh, yeah man like I just got all these crazy little memories you know like I remember um, I sold uh, 
Oh no, I bought some wheels from Jeff Pang uh, for $2.50. Oh. Which is like the price of like a hamburger, right? $2.50. And to put that into perspective, it's like one pound to 10 Hong Kong dollars. Yeah, wow. That's how he just wanted a burger, man. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I just got into skating there, man. Do you still, like, do you still have the Jeff Pang wheels that you bought from him? Oh, man. I think they probably disintegrated. They were so small. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you know tiny little wheels i i I might do actually i've got like i do i do keep stuff and i've got like uh, a long shoelace with loads of different size wheels on it and stuff, stuff i've like still that. i've still got maybe um, it's on there i've still got a set of my 90s wheels and it's so funny to look at them now because they're literally it's like a polo like a polo yeah, yeah. sucked polo mint almost like yeah, and yeah. that's so insane so do you remember a point where where that you sort of i suppose it's one of them things do you, do you remember a point where you thought i'm no longer somebody who skateboards i am a skateboarder yeah but i guess it was just like that's that it just I used to do loads of other stuff, you know, like have loads of other hobbies and stuff. And then there just came a point where all I wanted to do was skate. Mm. Just like skate, skate, like skate everywhere, like read the mags, like draw all the, you know, like all the logos and stuff on my, on my school books. And it was like, you know, it was an obsession, man. It was a session. And we were like, yeah, we're going to, me and my friend Matt Dring, like who I used to skate with, we were, there was like a crew of like five in my school. Uh... And yeah, yeah, we were like, yeah, we're going to open a skate shop one day. And it was like, <laughs> that was the dream. So, yeah, you know, it's like every kid, man, every kid's like loves skateboarding, wants to be like in skateboarding and do skateboarding for the rest of their lives and stuff. And uh, yeah, that, I mean, well, you know, I was so in love with skating. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was a bit sketchy as well, like some points of, uh, of growing up, I won't go too far into, but when I came to England, uh, I was like 17, I came to England, and the first spot that I went to was Fairfield, mm. the notorious Fairfield, uh, and I, that was it, man, like I skated there pretty much every day, uh, you know, like, and I was like watching like the whole Blueprint team and like, you know, it was like hanging out with some really good skaters and, and some really not good skaters. Like, who cares? It's not about being a good skater. Just hanging around with a load of cool people, basically. And the Fairfield scene was 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 banging. You know, and and, and I, I was I was blown away by like how good everyone was. And I was like, wow. You know, like I could I could do a few flip tricks. I could do a few grinds. I had zero style. Um, but you know, I was I was a skater, man, and that and and to this day, you know, like my best friends are the people I met at Fairfield, you know, like uh my friend Don Marley, who uh you know he like the guy he he took photos for Kingpin and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like I'm his his kid's godfather and stuff my friend Skinner who I used to skate with now lives down the road like he's got a kid the same age as my daughter so we could like kick it and hang out all the time you know like I'm still skating with loads of we went out the other day there was like seven of us all in our 40s man and we were all skating and it was like you know like 
it was it was amazing it you know and 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 it, i'm still hyped on skating i still love skating man that's still what why i'm why i'm in this man you know yeah yeah, yeah. and i think uh it sounds crazy but i genuinely think now i'm in my 40s i enjoy skateboarding more now than i ever did because i'm really not i mean for myself i'm really not you know i'm i'm a hundred percent there because i absolutely love it i'm not bothered about looking cool you know like or any of that or any of that oh, shit, cool, any of that stuff i just <laughs> want to go skateboarding yeah yeah no, absolutely with are people that bring their daughters along who are like yeah. 13 oh. and they're up to do to it in their 60s and we all just hang out and yeah, yeah. love skating yeah. and and i yeah. think the older you get and, and the crew it there is no real egos anymore because you're not no. young you know like you're not in that sort of yeah, there's not there's not the click the click oh yeah. you know yeah because in in skating there is that man you know but it's like I mean, like I remember skating Fairfield, and they would, you know, you'd get like the bit, the, you know, like the the skaters who were like really good at one end, and then all the kids who were kind of, you know, like getting into it at the other end. Yeah. yeah. You know? And I was like, "Fuck this, man! I'll just skate between." Yeah. I'll yeah. For everyone, man. I don't care. I don't care. No, and I Whatever. think definitely that is a hundred percent the best way. But talking about your passions, because you talk about when skateboarding became everything. It was also you've been drawing so you are an artist and you've been drawing for a really long time and some of the things when i look in when i do my creepy research and google the crap out of everybody and watch all the videos and things yeah hopefully that's not too much for me <laughs> <laughs> no you're right there, there, actually there is isn't. now <laughs> but yeah, yeah yeah but what there is is pretty damn good so so there was i uh, there, there was um an interview who um it was actually probably part of the i'm trying to find the the reference to it but basically you talk about how it's cooper dollar studios interview that you did um, oh, copper dollar. Copper dollar. all right cool copper dollar but we're basically you talk about having grown up without a tv so you did so, so drawing was like a thing and reading books and so, yeah, yeah so it's like so almost like you had that passion then you became a skateboarder but it's almost that like the drawing part of it which I definitely yeah. want to go into is almost always been part of you. Like skateboarding is part of you Absolutely. now. Yeah, yeah. But... Always. Uh, yeah. I used to, yeah, man. I used to like have this little light that shone through my window when I was a kid, like, uh, and it had a little um, ledge and I used to draw at night when, uh, you know, when I was supposed to be sleeping, I used to draw, but the light wasn't very good. So you couldn't tell what colors you were picking up. And then in the morning, I'd look at the picture and be like, oh, that's not what I thought it looked like. But yeah, always drawn, man. Always. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not having a TV was actually like a blessing. Really, like my old man, like smashed it there. Like, and I've done the same with my kid as well. Like, we don't have telly. Like, I'm not like fully anti-screen, uh, but I'm also aware that like, you know, like the archetypal world is an amazing place and a place where you can discover ideas and, and kind of formulate your own path. And I, and I, and I feel like it's a real shame that a lot of that is being taken away from kids these days, you know, everything's very instant. And, uh, you know, 
I no, think, no, no, I no, totally. Because I think explore the explore your archetypal, explore your imagination, explore your creativity, and and, and for me, like my creativity was drawing. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it's just something I've always always been into. Um, you know, and plenty of uh, like influences along the way uh, as well, um, which I kind of denied for a while. I was kind of like no no i don't want to be influenced by anything but um obviously yeah i i have been i have been but i try not to i try to kind of like carve my own um my own style my own um my own take on things you know i don't you know i like to I've, when i started doing drawing boards i was very sure that i didn't want it to be like anything that mm. was out there yeah you know yeah. and you, you definitely you definitely do and i think it's one when I was reading about your influences, like um, Jim Phillips, Andy Howe, you know. Yeah, all like kind of like classic. They're they're like the classics. Yeah. yeah. But then, but then there's like like other influences as well that definitely came in, you know, like uh, books, kids' books, man. You know, like uh, comic books. Uh, you know that we used to spend. You know what a mess you know, that book, like just all, all those ones that are just sort of like, you can get lost in the imagery, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's kind of, you know, I like, I mean, it's quite like what I try and do with drawing boards is I try and like do stuff that makes people think. I try and do stuff that educates people. I try and do stuff that makes people laugh. Uh, and learning man and uh, I, I try to um yeah like so going back to the education and thing like I've learned so much from doing board graphics you know like I've taught myself loads of stuff because I don't want to just like google it I'll actually go and I'll research and I'll talk to people and I'll uh you know like I did uh, a series of um elemental spirits uh and that was like that was super interesting one uh, my my daughter came home. She goes to school, uh, which is going back to the TV thing. She's a no screens school. I got no screens in the school, and they're very archetypal. Uh, and she said, "Dad, I'm I'm in the school play." And I was like, "Oh, oh, cool. What are you like? Are you Mary Joseph, whatever?" And she said, "No, Dad, I'm a fire salamander." Whoa! I was like, You're a "What?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm a fire salamander." And I was like, "I need to go and look into this." So I went and I and and I looked into it uh and yeah it was all about like the elemental spirits and and uh, when i did the board graphic it's kind of hard to like explain it without showing you the graphic um i will we we, we will find it to go out with with this episode definitely yeah yeah so there's so there's like limits in fact i will actually show you it give me two oh, seconds nice I'll do it. I'll do it with the fire salamander, as that's the one that we we're talking about. So this is the uh, fire salamander. So I actually um, worked with a shaman to do this board. This is pretty. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, so there's like there's loads of layers to it. So obviously you've got like this is the fire salamander. Then up here you've got like a compass. Yeah. And it's a series of four, and on each compass it shows you the direction that you bring the, 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 the element from. Uh, and it's got like, this is the symbol of like all of the elements combined. Then down here, you've got like the ram 
which is like the um which is like the star sign then this is the fire symbol then up here you've got like these are the words from her school play wow as well so like on every so on all of them they all, they all kind of like submerged together and so they all have a, like a little story same with like this guy you know you got like the oak tree then you got all the animals that congregate around the oak tree uh then you've got Zer, which is the uh, celtic name for the oak because there's a whole calendar of wow. the uh of the trees do you know uh, this is this is like you could do a whole out here like <laughs> Yeah, and then you got like, um, then you got like the ivy which grows on the oak. Then you've got like the uh, king of the forest, which is which is the, the title they give it. Then you've got like the scythes down here where they when they used to um, have rituals, they cut the ivy down for, with with the scythes because trees were like um, they're basically seen as gods, you know. Like yeah, I think yeah. it, like big amazing trees, and they'd have. You know, they'd have like rituals under the trees and, and so on. So there's more to it as well. This is the like the symbol for the um on the uh, on the wheel as well. Like so, like all the all the board graphics basically like have have elements to them. You know, I mean, man, like I, I might have jumped the gun and like gone in a bit quick. You 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 totally have because what I was going to talk to you about, <laughs> and we're definitely we're going to have to just take a reverse back I, I in do a minute. Get excited but... about the art, man. No, 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 totally, but... totally, and it excites me to hear how much is put into it and how much how many layers there are to the artwork. It's so rad. But it's um, but yeah, I mean, one thing I looked at when I looked at past graphics that you've done was. Yeah that like stuff like for example the awareness series that you talk about where you talk about um uh nacy yeah, this yeah. is this is where i'm looking at my tiny notes and realizing that i've written absolutely too small but basically the awareness series um where you're talking about like shell drilling palm oil uh, the black rhino and stuff like that and what i what i loved about it from an outsider looking in was that you were just you were doing it years ago and i and, and i'm what i mean by that is there's a lot of bandwagoning by by companies big companies little companies every company because they think that they should be doing something because that's the month like this month is labeled whatever month it is and you were just doing it years ago way before anybody else as a small skateboard company and i you know like i don't mean like that, that. i just mean like as an independently oh, owned yeah, no, boy you, company you. You, you were doing it and it wasn't a bandwagon thing i mean that series in itself i mean the whole palm oil, palm oil thing i didn't know about until the last couple of years so you right. you've already done that series and i had you know like you know and i kind of feel yeah, like, like old one as well, yeah. you know like, yeah so, so, yeah. so yeah, so I kind of feel, I mean, just hearing about that graphic and how you built it and put it together is so rad. Like I just imagine your daughter as she grows up and grows up realizing, you know, how amazing that stuff is later in life to have, you know? Cause I mean, yeah, obviously as a kid, you're like, this is cool, but it's when you get older that you're really like, this is actually so rad like to have, but we did jump the gun. So I'm going to go backwards yeah, yeah. a little bit first. So, yeah, yeah. so, so we were talking about drawing. We we're talking about um, uh, when you got into skateboarding. But if I may, um, what I'd like <laughs> to do is talk about how drawing boards became 
drawing boards but yeah previous to the previous to drawing boards you started yeah. a clothing company right and you were making clothes yeah you I did, did. for about yeah, five yeah. years yeah yeah did, yeah yeah how did that come about okay so that that was born at, uh that was born at fairfield actually um so yeah there's some real good skaters down there um and and i just at the time i just felt like they were like slept up a bit slept on so i was like mm. i want to like support these guys and, and and try and do something uh and it was me and my friend Sai actually we started it together it wasn't just me um and my friend Sai Benaki who's uh in Nottingham rad guy speak to him all the time uh we've kind of gone beyond friendship uh we're kind of like just really rude and honest with each other uh, which was uh, it was actually really helpful actually with the business because it was you know it kind of took the took the ego out of it mm. you know like I'd, I'd do the graphics and spend ages there and they'd be like oh I don't know like oh. and I, I and I was like what do you mean like, I spent ages on this uh, but it was actually really helpful yeah because yeah. it made me better uh, and this is something that I've kind of um, accepted over the years is like people can make you better so rather than me thinking oh because i've got this idea it's amazing i've got this idea i think it's amazing what do you think do you think or do you think you know it could be approved on you know and then i can take i can take your advice or i can kind of uh dispute your advice and we can get to the best possible um solution image and that know? sounds uh, that sounds to me like total sense somebody asked me this recently in another in, in another thing that I did and I said the same thing I said it's it, I have another half who is totally honest about my work when I'm writing new pieces spoken word pieces and it, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I also have a selection of friends who I know I can call on who will be brutally honest with me and mm -hmm. you need to be able to you know like what you're what you're saying sounds great and it is great but it's funny mm -hmm. how so many people don't seem to realize that you can disagree with somebody without without it causing conflict. You need yeah, you yeah, actually yeah. need people in your life that will tell you when something is wrong or something is shit and give yeah, you yeah, give yeah. you an honest opinion because it's that's important. It's so important in development. Yeah. Well, it, you know, basically, it's not about being right. It's about finding the best solution. Mm. You know. Mm. That's what it boils down to, man. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, what, like, but get, getting onto what you were saying, it's like, so with drawing boards, uh, not so much actually these days because they've kind of let me run with it. Um, but previously, uh, I had a little crew like me, my boy Sai, Jack Tong, the Jack Tong, amazing skateboarder, amazing human. Uh, and Jerry Wilson, who was our original first ever rider on drawing boards. In fact, he was the team at one point. Wow. Uh, who now lives in uh, Berlin as a photographer. Uh, yeah, like ran stuff past them. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? You know, and 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 I trust them. Those three dudes, their mm -hmm. judgment, and and that's kind of how it, how it evolved. And getting back to the original question you asked me, how open ah, that's totally fine. Said, but 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 what's good is what's good is you you actually said something that um, again is something that I've seen in other in another interview where you said you started the clothing company because you thought that there was guys who were great skaters that were being slept on, and actually. Mm. 
I read that that was also the same reason why he started drawing boards. Yeah, well, it was kind of like a, a progression. So like, yeah. So like, yeah, we had like we had like four four dudes on the team up for coping. Um, Don Marley was on the team. Uh, so it was uh, a guy called Dan Callow, not the death Dan Callow, uh, another Dan Callow who was like amazing. Uh, Charlie Young, who I believe skates for Palace now. Uh, and uh, a guy called Michael Brennan, who uh, became Mickey Worthless, who's like a, a, a rapper now. Oh, uh, nice. I'll be Googling him later. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, like, but all those dudes have done like you know really well in their in their in their own thing. Like Dan's a carpenter. Uh, Marley is like amazing photographer. Like basically killing it at the photography game. Mm. Absolutely killing it. Uh, yeah. Um, and Charlie's on Palace. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, which is big. I mean, that is huge. I mean, that yeah. I mean, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like you know, skating Fairfield and that. Like I did know. Lev and, and and those dudes as well, man. You know, so like, kudos, man. Like, you know, stoked, like stoked for him. You know, like we're doing completely different things. You know, he's like, ah, like doing collaborations with all these, uh, you know, like Harrods and and, mm. and shit like that. And I'm just like cracking on, doing 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 the thing we're doing. You know, yeah. um. Yeah. But it's you know it's great, man. It's great, like whatever, man. Like skate, your skateboarding goes off in all tangents, you know. No, definitely, definitely. And you gotta be. Uh, there's nothing that stokes me out more than seeing my friends do well. And you know, again, I think that's one of them weird things, you know, where you should be happy your mates are doing well. That's that's the yeah, way, man. You know? Yeah, I mean, like, so we started with a run of like a hundred t-shirts, man. Yeah, it might have even been fifty. I can't remember. <laughs> it wasn't a lot uh you know and then we kind of took it from there I used to sell it out my boot at fairfield like drive down to fairfield like hey do you want to buy a t-shirt you know like the proper del boys these uh you know and then built it up and then it's like oh there's a demand for these t-shirts and then i'll sell more t-shirts more t-shirts more t-shirts uh and then then uh approached some shops it was in quite a lot of shops uh and then i went out to australia and uh met, met uh my cousin uh, and he was like, mate, this is amazing. Like, let's, you know, let's do this out here. And I was like, really? So they started doing it out in Australia as well. And we were selling loads of T-shirts. We had a rad team. Uh, yeah, we selling, you know, we were selling in quite a lot of skate shops, actually. Uh, it was doing really well. Um, and then, yeah, like five years into it, um, I was like, hmm. Any, you know, like people are feeling it, man. And and, and kind of like anyone can make T-shirts, right? What about boards? And I was like, yeah, oh. Yeah. And, you know, I was a bit like, oh, I don't know. It's a bit of an un, untapped thing. So, yeah, just started, like, started off with a few boards. Well, uh, yeah, like a run of, like, seven, seven fives and uh, some seven points. That is, that is a sign of the era, that is. So I'm, I'm guessing um around 2005 that when you started boards spot on yes. spot on mate research yeah, yeah, baby yeah. research <laughs> yeah 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 so we started there we started then mm. um and then yeah and then like yeah like people you know like people who i was like wow you know like i remember uh 
I remember Chewy like seeing one of the boards and being like, oh, this is really sick, you know? Uh, it, and like, even even Dan McGee like said amazing. someone, oh, what's this, you know? And, and, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something in it. Um, yeah, so I was like, man, let's go. Uh, you know, let's let, let's keep doing it. And I guess like over time, I was like, well, you know, I, I started off very simple. So the first graphic was uh, was thought, and it was a boy sitting there thinking yeah, yeah. about what he was going to do, like drawing boards, starting from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the next graphic, I can I can actually see it here it's, uh, on the wall. Um, was a boy sitting at, at a table drawing. Uh, yeah. And then it was like progression. And then the next graphic was like uh, uh, a pencil spread over two boards. And then it, so it was like kind of like the pencil theme. Um, and then it's like, well, you've got a platform, you know, you might as well use it and start yeah. saying, saying something, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, pretty pictures. Yeah. But it's like, man, I've got people like who are like, like, buying these boards and looking at it and it's kind of like my duty to you know yeah yeah pass something you make, on. It, you, you, you it. make it sound so easy though but but no man i no real talk it has been bloody hard no 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 no. And that's what i was gonna say i was gonna say and i bet you it wasn't like because because you've got so, so you get the first boards made and then you've got i mean first of all you've got to get somebody to print them for you and then, and I mean that as in, you've got to then find somebody who probably doesn't know you and be like, hey, can you print some skateboards for me? Back when that was super, I mean, 2005 is not an easy time to no, get no, no. made. And then you've got to then approach shops, you know, and it's the bit about when you're talking about selling t-shirts out of the boot of your car, that is how it begins. People listen to the podcast and they'll, they'll listen to this and they'll be like, how can I do that? And then they've got mm -hmm. to realize that you know, you might stop by selling t-shirts out of boot your car, but that's how it begins. And then you learn and progress. Yeah. Well, if you, if you break it down, like, you know, starting that in 2000, you know what I mean? That's yeah. Yeah. 22 years, 22 years ago. Right. You know? So yeah, it's been, it's been, you know, and man, like, like loads of stuff that people just do not see or understand, you know? Like, you know, it's like one thing designing the boards, like looking after the team, yeah, getting the artwork right, like getting all the pantones right, getting it all fit on the template, sorting out the stock, sorting out the delivery, sorting out, man, like, I, like the list is like, and like promotion, man, like, you know, there's, there's, there's like so much that goes into it that, that people don't see, you know, like making sure that you're not over, you know, uh, and like, you know, like with drawing boards, dude, like it took me maybe like seven, eight years to turn a profit. Yeah. On the company, but I just kept doing it because I loved it, you know. Uh, and then I guess the turning point was um when i became a dad because yeah. i was just like wow man you know like i'm staying up till four in the morning like drawing these ball graphics and like you know had no real business plan like all i really wanted to do was make boards support people i thought were amazing and stoke people out but i didn't i wasn't business i wasn't a business-minded person uh and then um my uncle actually said you know 
let's sit down and 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 and, and formulate something uh you know so we did uh and 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 that's kind of you know what what actually helped to move it on to the next level because i actually had a business plan and i could see what i had to do to move on to the next level um more i mean we were doing we were doing all right yeah. like we were, doing, we were doing all right but then it was just like yeah i think suddenly it just blew and it and it was kind of like a snowball effect as well you know like like certain shops uh would just keep ordering the boards keep ordering the boards um this is the other thing man i used to like every every weekday i used to call shops between the hours of 11 and 1 like every yeah. weekday you know it, it in between like having a job and having a kid and you know so there's like so much that people don't see that actually go into it and you know uh, i i feel like i haven't even scraped the surface of what I've had to do to get this this thing to yeah. where it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah, you man. Even, you even talk about now even being up till till two a.m. drawing skateboards and stuff like that. And I think it's just it's one of them. It's the hustle. Then you've got a full time job like you were talking about before. Then I you've... haven't got a full time job anymore. No, 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 no. But previously, previously yeah, you had yeah, a full time yeah. job. You know, and then you're coming home, you're doing it, and then you get to that point where you're like, as a lot of you know, people do where they have a child and then all of a sudden they're like, whoa, I actually need to sort of see what's going on. And then you get yeah, that business plan and being organized. Man. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, you know, that's something I've all because I'm great with the creative side, you know, but it's that but it's also like there's this whole other side, you know, like making edits, getting to, you know, getting the boys to like places, filming, uh, you know, because a lot of I do a lot of the filming as well. Um, or I'll like do a lot of the driving, you know, uh, just lo like loads of, you know, like the dog, like the, the dog's body stuff as well. Like that, I do that as well, you know, not yeah. just the, because it was like the thing with my business is like, so we got distribution now, which is taking a load off. And it was kind of at the stage where I was doing like 60% business, 40% uh, creative. And I was like, wow, you know, like I was like boxing up boards because we're selling a lot of boards like through yeah. the uh, first pandemic was absolutely bonkers. Like we moved wood. Like, we were killing it, man. Yeah. And, uh, and anybody, like, anybody that listens to this and doesn't follow us on Instagram, I'm looking at you right now. And even in the background, I can just see a load of board boxes with boards in, you know, oh, they they're just old boards and stuff like yeah 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 oh, but don't I, ruin I don't, my illusion <laughs> no, no, I, don't, I don't really hold much wood now because we, we do it all through distribution you know because... how did that how did the distribution piece come about because obviously when you get distribution i mean explain it to me because i don't I'm, as far as i'm aware that means that somebody else says because I had Foz on and obviously he talked a little bit about stuff like he can now just do the graphics and the rest of it yeah. is handled in regards to do, do those people organize getting the boards printed as well and then distributing it out to shops? Yeah, basically. So, so yeah, yeah. So I do the creative part, send the board graphics off and then they handle the ordering the delivery, accounting the stock. Yeah, because that was like a massive ball ache, right? When it got when it was got big, it was like, wow man, I'm like 
counting all these boards, lugging all these boxes about, uh, which was fine for a while. But then it was like, it, it almost felt like it was too too much. And it was like, it was taking over everything else, you know, because yeah. I only have so many windows where I can work now. So I was like, I need to change the change the plan, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah. So like, so now like they pretty much handle handle all that side of stuff so that I can concentrate on the creative side which is great, which is kind of what I needed to do anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I like, I, 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 I've always managed to fit it in everything, yeah. but you know, yeah. like crap in and, and, and on the daily, like I will have a list. I will have my daily lists, always got lists. Uh, you know, what do I need to do today? What do I need to do tomorrow, et cetera, et cetera set up some business programs where I was like with the shops. So I knew when to call shops, when not to call shops, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, just like getting on top of my, my business game was like, that was tough, but yeah. Seems but, to you're still, made... but you're still here and you are like killing it. Like 18, 18 years, years 18 years. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I say killing it, but killing myself. <laughs> when did you, yeah, when yeah. did you secure the distribution part of it? Like when did, when did that get hooked up? Uh, that kind of came through, like we've only actually done like one or two runs with those guys. Yeah. I did have distribution before with, uh, with I five uh, for, a, for a little while. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I just kind of realized that I could do it myself. Uh, at that point, mm. we weren't at the stage where we were like massively big enough so I could handle it myself. Uh, and then over the years, I built it up to this thing again. And then I was like, man, I need distribution again. Um, but yeah, like love to those guys. Like, you know, it's just that's just sometimes things don't work out, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's yeah. sick. That is, dude, I'm so, I mean, there's so much about drawing boards out there and the fact that you've been around so long is just an, it is nothing but respect to the amount of work that you've put in to do things. Cause it is, it is absolutely tough. I tried to have a small skateboard company, um, God, um, from about 2002 and it ran for about mm -hmm. 12 years and it was knackering. And in the end, it's exhausting, you know, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I gave up because I wanted to to focus on the spoken word stuff that I do and the poetry pieces, and I couldn't yeah, yeah, do yeah. both and have a full time job because I just there wasn't enough time in the world for me to be able to to continue something that at the so, time wasn't making yeah. me money. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I was the same man. Like you know, for for, for years I was like, man, like when you know, I. You know, there was points where I was like, why am I doing this? But overall, it was like, I want this, man. Yeah. Like, let's, let's do it, man. And let's do it as best we can. And I think what one of the reasons why it's worked is because the amount of like thought, research, detail that has gone into the, the board graphics means that they're not just here for a season. The boards that can be remade and they're still relevant mm. you know it's like for an example so like the philosopher series i did a, a series of philosopher boards they're going to be relevant forever bro like you know what i mean like they're not gonna you know like marcus aurelius he was around in 104 ad <laughs> man, and he's still now and they yeah, still yeah, and that's yeah. what C, that's what cbt is based on 
is the teachings of Marcus Aurelius, you know? Like all the like Hypatia, Lao Tzu, they're all still relevant, man. The like the Tibetan will of life, you know, that's relevant. Wait, somebody, somebody needs to do a book with you, or you need to put a book together on your graphics where you just break them all down. Right. I'd yeah. like to do that. I, I, I have spoken, I have spoken with Josh about potentially doing it. Um but yeah, it's uh, like, right, right now I'm working on the drawing board video and that is like my focus. Well, actually I'm working on two projects. I'm working on the drawing board video and I'm also working on an animation of the 101 uses for a skateboard, which is very oh, nice. neatly done. And I'm super excited about both those projects. Can't wait. Like, and uh, yeah, and they have been like work, man. Yeah. Like, you know, making a street video is, is, is is tough uh and the animations are like you know it's like I, i've done little animations be before for like uh music nights and stuff like that repeat over gifts or whatever yeah but yeah, these yeah. Are like you know oh like 10 frames a second like you know i can i can only imagine because one you know, you're a very talented artist and i'm not but i recently started to do some animations just little the you know the gif ones where you've got the yeah, same yeah. picture and you hand yeah, draw it and hand draw it and hand draw it and then you just do it that way and that's yeah, yeah. in i mean yeah that stuff is takes patience that i don't mm. think i have but yeah yeah we've gone deep on it and it is it is uh you know i love drawing the board graphics is cool man because you can kind of see where it's going and you can kind of but like it's the long game with the animations it's like yeah. you know like draw that same picture like over and over and over again like you know like for example i've just done one with jack and it's it's taken me like i don't know man like 14 hours for like 10 seconds worth of footage do you know what i mean like that is that is graft that is real graft but that's how i've that's how i've always been man i'm like i'm yeah. not i'm not gonna just put something out for the like sake of putting it out man if i'm putting it out and in, in the in the world and the ether or whatever like I, it's because like i want people to see it you know and mm. i want it to stick around i don't want to I, i'm not interested in just making something that's like hey this is cool hip and trendy like yeah that's just throwaway sh stuff man and like you know there's so much throwaway stuff right now it's like i want stuff that's like actually gonna still make people laugh later on ask you know in 10 years time someone's gonna be like oh that's quite funny or fucking oh really like oh, i didn't realize that you know like the, like the teachings of um lao tzu on the on the back of the board like read that and be like oh yes realization yeah. no you know? definitely like, definitely and even now just talking to you i i already had a level of respect but now i'm like wow like that's you know i'll be taking okay, a that's... second look at those graphics and now understanding more about what you're going, you know, like what it is that you're talking about. But that said, let's talk about 101 uses All right. for a oh, skateboard. Yeah, I was going to start talking about some other graphics. I know, so I know, I know, I know. But, but it was good because you mentioned the book. I was talking about the books earlier. Um, but it is what, what excites me about any skateboarding book, whether it be Tony Wood's skateboarding poetry books or... Um, Oh my goodness, I've forgotten. Um, no Beer on a Dead Planet. Um, so obviously, 
you know, I read that book and I was absolutely hyped about it. Josh got in touch with me and the fact that Red Fez is run by a skateboarder. It's just, it's so rad. Cause when I was a kid, I feel like there wasn't a lot of like books about skateboarding that I had access to. So now when, you know, like even as a poet, like somebody who is a poet, like I, if, if I'd been able to get my hands on a book that was full of poems about skateboarding, Mm-hmm, that would mm-hmm. have probably meant that I would have been a poet way earlier than right. I eventually decided to put pen to paper because it's there to excite me and and get me into it. And that's what I like about your book, which I didn't know, but obviously is is not only your graphics. It's also, uh, you know, like um, I think you said it was a kid's book, but I mean, OK, I'm a big kid. I love, you know, I love it. You know, the fact that it's got. Hopefully you know, it appeals to all all ages. Yeah, yeah, you know, the fact that it's got rhymes in there as well. I'm glad it does. And I have had adults, like, go, well, I want one. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, brilliant, you know? Yeah. Um, So, I mean, so this is obviously also a ton of, a ton of work. But, I mean, mm -hmm. my question to you really is, so you, you're doing drawing boards. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're killing it as well, because lockdown had a really good effect on skateboarding too. But it obviously meant you were probably burning your butt off, um, you know, to, you know, to make sure everything was good and do what you can to grow. And then you're looking after your kid, you're doing all of the other stuff that you do. And then you're like, you know, what? I should probably make a book as well. I should add to the pile of work I already have. Let's make a book like what, you know, like what? Well, I guess what happened was uh, we had a bit of a hiatus of wood. Couldn't get any boards for like whatever it was, nine months, 11 months, something like this. Like originally on the first lockdown, like I said, killed it. So many yeah. boards, like boards are flying out, da, 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 stock shops up. And then I was like, oh man, like we can't get any, any boards. Um, you know, uh, you know, and I, you know, I'm not like, flush i'm not you know big town got loads of money and stuff uh and i was you know kind of thinking thinking i need to actually like get some money uh but i didn't you know my friend uh josh wells lovely guy uh he he said to me oh mate you should do it you should do a, a, a zine of like uh what was it like 50 uses for a skateboard or something and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, it soon turned into like, what about 101? So I just started like sort of like roughly drawing some pictures and so on and so forth. Uh, and then, yeah, so I drew the pictures and then, um, and then I was thinking there's more to this, there's more to this. Uh, and then I was like, started kind of writing what they were and, what they could be and then I was like man I actually make like a a book out of this not a zine we can make it like a proper book uh and then you know from like really badly rapping in the uh late 90s you know what I was actually going to pick you up on that freestyling in the 90s helped him with rhymes I was like wow we've all been there bruv bad freestyling might add uh Yeah, no, I wrote a few songs back in the day, like, just for, you know, didn't really go anywhere. Uh, played on stage twice. Uh, nice. Once was really good. The second time was uh, terrible. Uh, and then I decided that was that was me. That was my career uh, for that. 
scrap that one off. Um, yeah, no, and so I just was like, and then I just started writing down, well, you know, like when you do wordplay, you kind of like, okay, this one works with this one. How can I yeah. end the sentence to rhyme with that one? And then so I had like, you know, about 20, 30 of the ideas and I started putting them together. And then slowly over time, um, oh, I've got it right here. So slowly over time, check me out. I got the book. I did. I actually ha- hand drew it all in the book. In the book. Oh wow! So that like this <laughs> thing I really liked about this project is that like I actually drew it all in a book. Nice. And I kind of. I oh, kind of did it. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of did it all in. Uh, you know, by I hand. Think, I've got the book in front of me right now, and I just went past that page with the cat on it. Oh. Oh, I nice. Know. Yeah, so I did all, I drew the whole thing by hand, which was uh, really super fun. It was nice to have a project, you know, in a book. No, definitely. I'm all about, I'm all about, I don't, um, I do all of my writing either in notepads or on scraps of paper, or I do have a very, what people sort of see as quite hipster, but I didn't mean it like that. I just like old stuff. I've got a couple of typewriters too. And what we were saying earlier about TV and stuff, what I like about writing in a pad with a pen and pen or smashing someone out on a typewriter for a laugh, I don't really use it in general, um, is is you're not distracted. You know, there's no distractions there. So you're yeah, just... You're hanging- right. and, yeah, and it's different. You're sitting in front of a screen, like trying to do stuff is... it. <laughs> It's quite. It, it's a bit of a barrier to be to be honest. Sometimes, I mean, it's great for like with the book, like finishing it off. Mm. But I, want, I, I like, yeah, I specifically was like, I'm doing this in a book. Like, I'm not doing this all on the computer. You know, um, mate, mate, it looks. I actually, you know, I was I was trying to find a page, but I there, there's there's quite a few that I thoroughly enjoy, but the one I really like is the a joyous seesaw where moist skinned newts can play or a frog's buoyant lily pad to spend a lazy day and i think i just like the, the fact that it's where moist skinned newts can play and i'm like dude how do you even go you know <laughs> i never thought i'd, uh, I'd use that in, in, in anything but yeah i don't know man just got immersed i was very immersed in this project man nice. like, super fun um, project to do you know and then, and then but but so so you're not going to do it as a zine you're going to do it as a book and then there's the hookup with josh and yeah the you know the the sort of red fez books idea and yeah, then yeah you know i mean it's dude i am so happy to be able to just have books made by skateboarders you know like and supported by proper skate you know publications and stuff like that. yeah just... yeah what a guy man full hooked me up he hooked me up because i was like man like i went into it with like no idea what i was going to do with it i didn't i was like am i going to self-publish what is this it's just like asking around like oh how am i gonna how am i gonna make this happen uh you know i was like whatever like 84 deep and i was like and i've got no plan of how <laughs> to do this man uh, and then yeah, just happened to walk into the level shop, and they had uh, they had a couple of skate books. One was Jono's book. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know Jono because we did an interview on the sidewalk interview. So I just tapped him up, and I was like, "How did you do this?" 
and then he put me in contact with Josh and then yeah and Josh was like yeah like send something over so I sent a few pages over and he was like let's love it <laughs> let's do it so I was like okay and then that was kind of like the drive to finish it and get it all tight um yeah man and then yeah I mean I don't know if he's told you how well the book's done but it's done pretty pretty well about nice well I mean I just see it in a lot of skate shops obviously I mean I hadn't I hadn't got it in my own hands until just before Christmas um yeah, and yeah. then I just love the finish of it I mean I'm a bit of a book nerd like I'm full of oh that, that's how unprofessional I am my sister hi uh sending me a text message uh but but yeah I mean just the finish of it it's you know it really is a thing of beauty and you can see you know the amount of effort and work that's gone yeah. into the book is yeah, you know like that's like is. 11 months of work man yeah. i think just under a year i suppose of, of work uh yeah and it's given so, you yeah. and it, it, it obviously you're you're working on projects at the moment but i i know that some people have nudged you about 102 uses for skateboards you know like yeah. and various different books i mean for me just sitting down with you now i'd read anything you put out um, you know, like I'd definitely read 102 years for a skatebook. I would definitely read the one about your board graphics. Yeah, I'd like, you know. that, and that is a, yeah, that is something. I've actually lost a load of stuff as well, which is really annoying. Of artwork that I've done, but um, I've still got quite a bit knocking about. But uh, yeah, I've lost. I, you know, and also, man, for like every board graphic that I've done, there's been like a couple that I haven't done as well. So there's still stuff that sort of on the back burner as well nice you know? nice because I, i'm a i am a workaholic like real for real like you know i'm i i'm a workaholic i've got that's something i have to kind of admit to myself <laughs> so I, I just can't stop i can't stop i'm like yeah. just push put every, you know if i got the time on the daily like you know like my car won't start my front doors bust like all, all kinds of stuff and i'm just like oh yeah but what about this like frame 16 like it's got a glitch on it you know and it's like yeah yeah, yeah. you know i make sure i've sorted out like i'm make sure my daughter's all right make sure like life's running smooth but you know there's so many things that i'm just like you know work does is you know it drives man i'm driven yeah i'm driven yeah, yeah. but you are stuff. you are but not to the point of um you know like ignoring everything around you like when you listen to you and you talk about and i read interviews about you especially your daughter for instance stuff that you do with her even what you're talking about the ball graphic being influenced yeah. by her coming home that yeah, sort yeah, of stuff yeah. that sort of stuff you can really see it bleeding into what you do as in you know she, her influence is yeah, in yeah, yeah. what you do and that that is what that's kind of what for somebody like me stokes me out even more because i'm like you know like this is... hey, she came up with the line shaggy mane yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that yeah, which that is sick because that yeah that's i was, the... I was like Lion shaggy Mane, like how and she was like oh you know that was her idea that yeah that's the one idea. opposite the yeah, yeah the yeah. moist yeah yeah there, yeah there you go yeah 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 that looks yeah yeah absolutely sick mate absolutely sick so so the so the next thing really, as much as I'd love another book, etc., is the drawing boards video and the animations that you're working on for it. Um, mm -hmm. And how close is that to being complete? Oh, this man is like, it's a, it's an ongoing thing. I'm working with uh, Liam Teague, who actually made the first drawing board video. Yeah. Or the line, which came out. Uh, 2012. 2012. 
Well, about 10 years ago, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this one, yeah, it's near it. I mean, like, pretty much almost all the filming is finished. You know, when is it? When is it? When is it, when is a video finished? It, you know, there's nothing is ever complete, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've actually been kind of talking to the House of Bands about doing this premiere and doing this 100 board exhibition there um so i'm waiting kind of like of the availability and then yeah i mean we're we're, we are at the serious tail end of it man it's just yeah it's just finishing it and finding the time and uh that would be be absolutely you know like mate that'd be amazing i'd be so that's what i want to do that's i mean that that's that's been the plan for a while now is like and you know and then we had like the rona like man i mean i could go like deep into like stuff that's happened during the time that we've been making the video like you know like I lost some people that were really close to me you know like people need it like yeah just there's like lots of stuff has happened that's kind of pushed it back and pushed it back yeah, yeah. but and like you said though you don't want to just put something out that I don't want to put it exactly that's, that's, banging. that's it I don't want to put something out that's like not as good as I but like, I want to feel like I'm doing everyone justice in the video as well, you know, because yeah, it's not just no. about, not just about um, me making something cool. It's about like us making something that we're proud of and that we, you know, that's going to stick about. And also the reason that I've done like the gone, gone quite deep on the animation side of thing is because there's so many skate videos out there that are, are you know, titles, skating, time lapse hmm. you know what i mean like, yeah, i want to yeah, make yeah, something yeah. that's like different and it was the same with draw the line like i don't know if you've seen that uh, a like, long time ago a long okay time okay ago. so with that there there was quite a lot of like different kind of stuff like a hand coming in and drawing the handrail before like jack did a grind down it or whatever and lots of you know something different and 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 it was kind of like okay if we make the next one we have to make it to that spot to a better, a higher spec kind yeah, of thing, yeah. yeah. Um, so, which is why it's taking so bloody long. But um, it's sick, and the skating's sick, man. And like Evan Johnson, boy, oh boy, what a kid, what a dude. Next hey, level, I'm, man. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for it. Just talking about. It. In fact, I'm going to go away later tonight. I'm going to try and watch Draw the Line. Yeah. Re, re nourish myself with, with. Yeah, with, yeah. It's on. I think it's online. There's no credits. No. Oh no, there is. The intro's on there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, there's some of our original riders still still on this new video as well. So sick, mate. That is that is amazing. Now I think there's like six, seven, seven skaters. Like yeah, like four, four, five full parts. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I ge- genuinely, it's going to be fucking rad. Like, I can't wait. I can't, <laughs> wait. I can't wait. And then I'll tell you what, next time I see Rob from the House of Vans, I'll, I'll go. Yeah, yeah. Give him a little nudge. I, ha- I have spoken to him now. So, like, I'm, I'm joking. Like, I have no influence. He'd probably just look at me and go, shut up, Matt. So, but, yeah, yeah. you know, well, fingers up. crossed, we're going to make this pop. And, you know, I, I can't wait. Like, you know, it's just be great to like have it out there. And and uh, you know, I remember when when draw draw the line came out. It was such a great feeling, and it was such a you know everyone was kind of like 
together and buzzing and you know it's like yeah we, we made something really cool you know that we, i'm still proud of that video mm. I'm still proud of that video nice sure nice yeah and that i think is a sign that you did it right if you're still proud of it now 10 years later you know like like yeah, you say yeah. about your work is getting it right before you put it out and Liam's the same, man. Like Liam's the same. Like he, you know, he's editing it, and he's very art articulate. And like he's not gonna sit, you know. I'm like, oh mate, why don't you put that trick in? And he's like, mm -hmm. and I'm like, but you know, he'll kind of want the trick in. And he's like, yeah, but you know, mm, uh, okay, you know, he's very, very like, he's got vision as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he's made a few skate videos in his time as well. So like, you know, I, I and I'm like this is getting back to what we were saying. It's like, just because I like it, you know, it's like, it's good to have someone else who's, who's, you know, I guess like Liam is uh, a better skater than me and has a higher standard than me. And that's kind of what I need. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of need someone who's got a higher standard than me to kind of go like, no, that's not going in. Yeah. yeah, you know? yeah. Otherwise the video would be, you know, we could have put a video out like ages ago easily. You know, but it would it wouldn't be this video. So, you know, it's that kind of, you know, I know, I know it's like, oh, why why is it taking so long? Well, well because we've got it's responsibility. Video. They it. always take that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, and it's like, you know, there's so much other stuff that I'm I'm doing. I I, I want to, everything I do. I want to do it right, man. I don't want to just bust it out because I can. Mm, yeah. You know? It's like it's okay. It's out, but then it's out it's out there and it's going to stay out there so why why am i going to rush it i don't mind putting edits out there and i'll put stuff on youtube and i'll put stuff yeah. on instagram and that's all to me like that's all very throwaway stuff uh you know it's cool like good stuff or whatever but like if you're going to make a full length like come correct like don't just don't, don't just you know uh, and, and and as as a brand you know it's like man like you know you want to you want to put something that represents your brand yeah. rather than just you know chuck oh, something out there for the sake of it man 100 percent. i think that the big takeaway from everything you've just said about the video is if you're going to make a full length come correct and i think yeah, that okay. is right like just get it right do it do it so so before i let you go um, I've got, I've got, a, I suppose, a couple more asks. Like, I suppose the the main one is if somebody's listening to this podcast right now and they're thinking, as many of us did and do, of starting their own skateboard company. Whenever I talk to to, to, to like young kids and I meet young kids and they're like, oh, I'm going to start a skateboard company or I'm going to start a skate shop or whatever, uh, I'm always very like, for a start, I'm, do your research first and understand. And I think one of the funniest quotes from you, I actually wrote it down here, um, was in regards to starting a skateboard company. Where is it? I've, de I've definitely got it here. So basically for anybody listening to this, I'm currently staring at a white piece of paper um, where I've got loads of notes, but there was, what did you said? Oh, there you go. So um, when talking about bedroom brands and sidewalk, one of the main takeaways I pulled from it was people think it's all about diamonds and guns, but it's more like passion and graft. Yeah, man. You know? So my thing would be if you had to boil down three takeaways for a young kid who says to you, 
I would like to start a skateboard company. What would be the three main things you tell tell them before they did it? I mean, other than because many people would go, just don't do it. You're insane. Yeah. You know, but but you know, what, what would it be? What would I say? Hmm. I would say make sure you've been skating for a while hmm. and you know that you love skating. And the other thing I would say is don't just follow what's there, you know, follow, don't just follow the, the flow. Like don't just go with the flow, like go with your own flow, like and find your flow. And the other thing I would say is start small, hmm. start small. Um, but also like, you know, be aware that like, there's a lot of competition out there. And, um, if you're going to make a run of boards, um, you know, if you go down the local skate park and sell them to the kids down there, chances are the local skate shop will not want to stock your boards. Mm. So you've got to think about your local scene and how you're going to contribute to it uh and you know what you can not necessarily what you can give uh not necessarily what you can take more what you can give mm. you know what i'm saying like because there's two ways to look at it like you know some people will like walk into a situation or a room and they'll think what can i take from this room and then other people will walk into a room and they'll think, what can I give to this room? So I suppose like it almost starts with like what you can give yeah. rather than what you can take. Because if you're just look, if you're starting something to take, so you're starting a, comp a company because you want to like take a load of money or, or whatever. Unless you start off with like a load of collat, which some <laughs> companies do have the privilege of doing. <laughs> Uh, no names mentioned um then you know it's you're just basically like you're not gonna it, nothing's gonna happen man yeah yeah i feel i feel personally i feel like because when we 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 started we we gave a lot and we like got involved in a lot of uh you know like the save fairfield campaign and and uh you know like hooked up the riders wasn't really interested in the whole monetary side of things it's more kind of interested in like creating a, a scene or a community around it or if, you know and, I, and and it's funny because like a lot of a lot of kids who started out with drawing boards will you know they still support it because they feel a part of it yeah yeah i'm saying and and and, it, and it's that it's a community um rather than like because it, like community drips out as well and it's yeah. like you know and i think i think it comes out in the wash too because eventually people realize who's who's really down to support their local scene and who isn't yeah. and well, the people that aren't basically eventually the the skateboarding realizes and then they disappear and they're gone you know i mean like yeah. i think you said before about I, I do remember a period when lots of little skateboard companies appeared you know some like mild one you know but we were around a long time we had riders and stuff but it was i saw lots of people come in and they get a run of 50 boards and they were done 
as soon as that they'd managed to get rid of it if they'd managed to get rid of them you know because it was you can't just turn up to a skate park and go all right mate i've got a board company it's like what what are you about like why yeah. are you here i mean basically the biggest thing yeah. what yeah. you're saying is why like why are you doing what you're doing and unless you really understand your why mm -hmm. then you you know that's you know yeah i mean that yeah, is, and if you're like, selling to you shops as well like like skaters own shops and you're talking to skaters who own yeah. shops and if you're just like yeah we've got a brand and it's like really cool and we've got these graphics and it's like yeah and yeah yeah what you know it's like that's not enough it's not enough because there's so many people doing so many things and it's like the reason that we've kind of been able to forge our path is because we've been doing something different and and because we you know we have contributed to the community mm. and the and that's where you know that's what's lacking in everything now without going too deep like community is the most important or one of the most important things in human existence mm. in humankind because people need people like our tribal we're pack animals we like to be a part of something you know yeah 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 i mean dude i'm all about i mean that's even why i do the podcast is about sort of you know skateboarding is such a massive amazing culture and community and it's almost trying to link that up and passing on knowledge to people from talking to people like yourself and other artists and creatives and it is without that we're screwed whereas right now the community you know like there are there are a lot of amazing movements i mean i'm always quite jealous of the girl skate scene right now which is Amazing. absolutely killing Amazing. it like so good and the, the crews and clicks they bring together and it is you do need that because it it, it does absolutely yeah i mean that is the one i want like for me it's needs you know it needs to be all about yeah, community yeah 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 because we you know but i mean back in the day everyone had a role to play you know you got butcher baker yeah candlestick baker you know <laughs> everyone was everyone but but now it's like everything's so like dissipated and people are looking to looking for a way to fit in be it like social media creating their yeah. own thing but if we can all come together like that's where the strengths are and that's where the feeling of worth is it's with people it's not with the internet and it's not you know it's it's about people coming together man yeah. that is community is key man honestly like you know 100 100 i think community is key is definitely you know like that's, yeah that's why i skate man like so i have so i have one more question my final question um and that is as oh, i've got someone to pick up my daughter anyway so it's cool oh, okay sorry well yeah. i've got i've actually got to eat my lunch too which i've been slowly trying to eat all the way through <laughs> at least it hasn't gone cold <laughs> yeah no 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 it's good yeah yeah it's, yeah uh but oh. and, and my final question really would be um and i see this a lot through the, the shops that i deal with in my day-to-day -day with vans or even people contacting me direct and it is um it's basically about kids trying to get sponsored, trying to get picked up, trying to do stuff. And one of the biggest errors I see and have seen over my years is is people that get in touch with me and it will just say one line, do you sponsor, you know, or sponsor me or will you sponsor me or something, you know, and I'm like, I, I used to reply and be like, look, this is where you've not got this right. You didn't send me any links, no video. You know, like I, I know nothing about you. You sent yeah, me a one line email. 
So, so what would your advice to be to kids who are trying to, let's say, let's say they were trying to get sponsored by you guys. Like what sort of advice would you give? For me, like, you know, I mean, I don't really sponsor young, young people so much because I kind of feel like they need that. They need to just skate and hang out with their buds and like experience yeah. skating. Um, but yeah, I would say like, just be like skate, just skate, skate for a while, skate for a while. Um, and yeah, just like know that you've been skating a while, you know, like that for me, it's like, I want to know that someone's been skating for a while and that like, that's what they love, you know? And it's like, you know, if you're going to contact a brand to say, will you sponsor me? Like you better be into that brand. Oh otherwise, dude, that's the number otherwise, one. Otherwise why are you contacting them? You know? Yeah. 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 It's like, if you're sending like sponsor me to like every Tom, Dick and Harry, well, you know, like, what do you want to represent? Like who, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or if they, or if they say to you, I really want to be sponsored by drawing boards and then the whole way through, they're just skating like an, an element board for it, for it, for example, then you're like, well, obviously you're not into my brand really. Are you, you know? Yeah. No, I just say, yeah. And you know, like just, uh, yeah, because I mean, I do get like like sponsor me stuff, and 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 I do reply to them as well, you know. And 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 usually, I'd like to. I usually like to like meet the people who skate for the. Well, not usually, like generally, you know. Yeah, unless yeah. the dudes in Australia, which I had, my my boy Phil, he you know he'd check it out or Donny, like they'd check them out, and they'd be people I trust. So I would go with that. Yeah. But like within within England, you know, I want to meet them. I remember Evan sending me a sponsor me video like ages ago. And I was like, watch the video. I was like, this kid is good. Like, but he was young uh, yeah. and he hadn't quite developed his style. Like replied to him, like just kept the flow going. Then he hit like 16, 17. And I was like, man, this kid is sick. Like, yeah. So I just started like flowing in boards through like Liam uh the skate park at byc just like go and pick up some boards for a bit cheaper and then and then i was like man this kid is good and then i was like you know, like let's hook it up like you know it's like giving him a package and stuff and it was kind of it's kind of organic you know and, and often like you know somebody will, will actually say this kid's killing it you should hook him up you know like with like um Stevie Thompson, for, he had a skate shop. Like he was like, you know, you should hook, you should hook these guys up. It's like you should hook Isaac up. It's like, yeah, man, Isaac's crazy. And then Jack was like, I skate with Isaac. He was amazing. And I was like, yeah, man. And you know, and Jack, I met Jack at the skate park, and he was just like the nicest dude. Yeah, uh, he was like killing it at the park, and I was like, wow, super good. And I was like, you skate street at all? And he was like, oh yeah, a bit liar kills it on the streets <laughs> like, like i love this guy because he's so humble yeah you know yeah and it and it's like it's that that as well as the the skating you know it's not about hey like sponsor me because like i can do this or i can do that it's like just skate and if you're unique someone's gonna pick you up or notice you or someone's gonna actually like we all, the community is small man the community is is small enough for like if someone's killing it like they are gonna get noticed and it you really know, is are, it really is are gonna get noticed you know there's like skate shops you know like company owners like 
or the distribution will speak to the skate shops. They will ask the skate shops who, you know, man, if you want to get sponsored, like go into your local skate shop. I, I've, this is like me talking completely ah, out loud. Dude, dude, not, yeah. not, this is not my planned conversation. Yeah, yeah. Not, not that any of it is too contrived anyway, but go into the local skate shop, man. Do you know what I mean? How's it guy like fucking talk about skating with them? You know, if they're feeling you, they will, they, you know, they'll talk to someone. They'll get you hooked up. Like, you know, put videos out there, whatever, like, you know, but it's not all, it's not about, it's not about, uh, will you sponsor me? It's about fucking go skate, skate, skate. Someone will notice, someone will notice you. If you're killing it, eventually, you know, it's all right to make contact and say, hey, what's up? Like, you know, like just look, you might want to check out some of my videos, been skating for a while, like just be polite. Uh, you know, I'm into your company or whatever company it is you're into. Yeah, man. I I guess that's that's what I think. <laughs> no, dude, I think I think, no, I think no. that's perfect. You know, go yeah, to your yeah, local yeah. skate shop, go go skateboarding is, yeah, is, just, is key. Yeah. And go to your local skate shop. We always finish the podcast by saying support your local, you know, support your local skate shop, support your local scene and keep rolling. And that is basically, you know, like, yeah, that is it. Skate your yeah. ass off. Go hang out at your local skate shop. and Yeah. And if you're mate. far away, if you're far away, like travel, you know, yeah. if you're in the arse end of nowhere, like try and get to like skate park, try and get to like, a jam whatever man and and yeah. people notice you people notice if you're good enough you will you know don't force stuff man because it will happen all rivers flow to the sea you know what i mean <laughs> hell <laughs> yeah hell yeah baby you know we should definitely we should leave it there <laughs> that's the best adam mate thank you so much for coming on the podcast i am Pleasure, totally man. stoked thank and I'm, I feel like I'm even more hyped about your brand now than I was in the beginning, just, just like seeing what you do and your work. And then now listening to you, I'm like, I defy anybody to walk away from this episode without it. You know, if, if they'd not, if they'd not heard to you, heard of you or they are into you to, to not be more into it because mate, I'm stoked to be mad and your book is amazing and it is currently in many skate shops many 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 it's 7.99 as well which is totally doable i don't know why i'm showing you me holding the book on an audio podcast here we go guys <laughs> but it is amazing dude thank you so much man cheers there you go another episode of the skateboarder and podcast and wow adam mcavoy one absolute ledge talking of absolute ledges Oh, seamless transition right there. I'd like to give big thanks to Mr. Brown, who lets us use his music on every episode of the Skateboarder and Podcast. You can find out more from him at www.westaytrue.com or hit him up on Instagram, which is at WeStayTrue. Or just search out his music on pretty much every streaming platform. It is there. He also runs his own label and he recently put out Joe Kane's latest EP called Rounds, which is amazing. So please go find it there. Go check it out. And also, if you ever just fancy hitting up Mr. Brown and telling him that you heard about him from us, the Skateboard Around podcast. 
talking about reaching out to people. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you want to do us a favor, please go onto iTunes and give us a five-star review. Um, We love that and it helps get the podcast out there. Or if you don't want to do that, just repost the episode cover, you know, put a link to our Instagram and just share the love so that people know we are out there. We know people are listening, so, you know, just do us a favor and spread the word. Anyway, as usual, my name is Matt Lloyd. I'm your host. You can find out more about me at at MattLloydPoet on Instagram and Twitter, and that's Matt with one T, or via my website, MattLloyd.com. I have a book out. It's called What You Missed. If you click the links on my Instagram or visit my uh, website, MattLloyd.com, you can just find it on there. Click the link and get yourself a copy. Anyway, anyway, enough plugs. Thanks for listening, and as usual, please keep supporting your local skate scene, please keep supporting your local skate shop, and keep rolling.